We are creating digital realities and must enrich them with the kind of features that can benefit us. As far as objects are concerned, NFTs seem to be a good solution. But what about ourselves? What about our ability to be active online? What about our digital identities? My name is David Orban, and this is The Context. We have been tracking who we are forever. The simplest is our name. And in the world, presenting yourself to someone, shaking their hand, handing them their business card, have been associated with very normal, commonplace behaviors in the personal and business lives of billions of people developing the norms and the applications uh, that are fit for the purpose. We have also developed ways to make sure that people are who they say they are through identification documents of various kinds. Letters that witness uh, uh, to the identity of the bearer, passports, uh, and uh, of course the more modern electronically uh, readable identity documents. Online, however, most of the time there is very little or no corresponding uh, streamlined, efficient way of managing our identity. Not one, but at least three sets of online identities are necessary and all of the platforms must be able to accommodate at least one or two, if not all three. And these are the true name digital identity, the pseudonymous digital identity, and the anonymous digital identity. Let's see why all three are necessary and what are their advantages. Many of us go through what is called a KYC AML procedure frequently and frequently enough for it to become annoying. KYC, which stands for Know Your Customer, AML, anti-money laundering, are the procedures uh, that you go through, for example, in opening a bank account. You sit down, the person asks you who you are, you write your name on some forms, you hand over an identity document, maybe they uh, run some checks uh, on your, for example, simply credit worthiness, and then they say, okay, sir or madam, you can open uh, the bank account, welcome as a customer. There are hundreds of millions of people who cannot participate, maybe even billions, uh, in modern banking because they don't have the right kind 
of a document issued by a, a, a national authority that allowed them uh, to, for example, open a bank account. Even in the United States, an estimated 30 million people are unbanked. So there must be a way to establish a firm and portable digital identity that can be used replacing the cumbersome processes that uh, are in place. Proof of Humanity is an interesting initiative in this sense that allows a network of uh, vouching humans to confirm that you are who you say you are. Associated in this case, not uh, to the serial number of a document that has been issued uh, by a nation state, but the serial number of an Ethereum wallet address. After you establish your true name with a digital identity, uh, this should be applicable and portable so that one, you own it, two, you can easily uh, make it verifiable by another platform without having to go through the entire process again. The second application is a pseudonymous digital identity, where there is no reason uh, to establish the uh, explicit uh, and visible correspondence uh, between um, a pseudonym, uh, uh, the, the name that you assume online, uh, and for that name uh, to be the name on your passport, for example. And there are a myriad of legitimate reasons uh, for this. The simplest can be uh, that, uh, yes, on LinkedIn, uh, you are driven to like and comment in a professional um, manner. Uh, for example, interacting uh, uh, with uh, the brand of your uh, employer uh, and uh, other brands uh, in the ecosystem. But simultaneously, you have a lot of interests that have nothing to do uh, with uh, that uh, kind of activity. Uh, you may be vice president of uh, something, but at the same time you are into cosplay, or you are into uh, DJing, or you are into uh, whatever kind of uh, sport, and you simply choose not to mix the two. And today, for example, the terms and conditions of Facebook, where you may uh, be part of a group or interact with pages of these personal interests, prohibit you from using anything but the name that appears on your identity documents. This is a stupid rule that Facebook also understands is stupid because they are not enforcing it. I don't know the proportion, but you meet people every day who evidently are not using the name that would be on their identity documents. But establishing a pseudonymous digital identity that is linked 
uh, to your physical identity uh, is important for the reason I just described and the link is important because if uh, you misbehave in whatever way the link can be uh, established and uh, it is possible to reconnect uh, the behavior with a human. It is also important that under this pseudonymous, uh, trustable digital identity, bots cannot dominate like they are today trying to dominate um, artificially swaying, uh, polarized opinions, exploiting people and uh, making them fight uh, against each other, hopefully just online, trolling the world. Bots under this scheme would lose. The third application is an anonymous digital identity. It is of fundamental importance for platforms to allow for anonymous identities. Well, maybe not all the platforms. If you are a regulated bank, you may use the first kind of digital identity that uh, linked uh, to uh, a true name and uh, officially recognized uh, document, but certainly uh, you will not be allowed to admit anonymous uh, participants. Well, the reason why anonymous uh, participation in platforms is so crucially important is because there can be existentially important reasons to be able to participate in the online digital world while uh, making sure that the connection between your online anonymous identity and your physical identity cannot be established. In most countries, um, in uh, uh, what we call the West, the United States, Canada, all of European Union, uh, uh, same-sex uh, relationships are recognized and legalized. Um, Italy, for example, uh, ran the risk of being expelled from the EU uh, because it was too slow recognizing uh, same-sex unions uh, as marriage. But there are countries where uh, it is a criminal activity punished by death being gay. And for those who believe that the emancipation of the human condition goes through recognizing the right of a person uh, to be gay without uh, running the risk of being put to death, the ability to express themselves online knowing that their physical identity is separate and that this separation is protected is crucial. This is just one example, even though pretty dramatic and definitive, why anonymous online speech is so important. There are numerous other examples. Whistleblowing, uh, speaking to the power 
while knowing that uh, you will not be punished or even killed. Uh, uncovering uh, corruption, um, investigative journalism, uh, becoming a trusted source uh, to a journalist uh, without uh, running the risk uh, of a mistake that would uncover uh, your identity. These three kinds of digital identities must be analyzed, understood, and implemented in our platforms in a sure-footed manner. Not just through the terms and conditions that no one reads and even the platform does not enforce, like in the case of uh, using uh, your real name uh, in a Facebook account. The future of the health of our digital lives depends on this. And a lot of our activities, as well as our wealth, is going to depend on the health of our digital lives. So let's get to it and establish the clear understanding of these three kinds of digital identities.